0: Welcome to this special bonus mini-series that we've put together to talk about all nine types and how we respond to different times of stress and crisis.
1: We're going to be explaining the arrows in some more detail, but we're giving you some practical things you can do from today that will help you find freedom from some of these struggles.
0: I'm Seth, I'm a creative, and I'm from Adelaide.
1: And I'm Serena, a coach, and I live in Melbourne, and we're excited to have you join us for The Nine Design.
0: So the way this mini-series works is we've created these small bite-size episodes that we wanna share quickly with you guys so that you can have tangible, practical tools that you can put into practice right now. And this episode is gonna be focused on the type eights. So like the rest of the world, we have been in our houses for the better part of the last two months, if not longer for some people. Uh, I'm in Adelaide, Serena is in Melbourne, and we're recording this remotely. We are coming into the final stages of this strange situation that we're all finding ourselves in. In the near future, we will be entering into more freedoms, uh, things opening up again, getting back to kind of normal life. Serena and I have been able to reflect on some of the the feelings and frustrations and stresses that uh, we have all been feeling over the last few months. And we think it's really, really important to... Take some time to process that Because when we're in survival mode Reflecting on our own lives and the way We are thinking on the inside is often Very easy for us to push aside And we just act out of instinct or Whatever it might be and so it's really Important for us to put this together To help you guys and us as Well to think why are we behaving In this way why over the last month Have these things been really frustrating Or these particular actions coming Out of me that I'm just not used to seeing
1: It's so important right now to remember that the any is a an empathy tool to have empathy for the different types of people that we find ourselves maybe in isolation with to not assume we know what they're thinking feeling why they're doing the things that they're doing but actually to have more grace and to extend that to the people around us even the people who we're seeing on zoom all the time you know i'm i'm feeling a bit zoomed out i don't know about you so it's um it's helpful to go well it's actually some people don't mind being on zoom for hours while others struggle with that so there's just some new things that have popped up that is just not natural to the way we normally live this raises a lot of different things in our lives and just to be mindful of the different lenses that we all wear, you know, that we see things in different ways. And so it's just really helpful to be reminded of that. Right.
0: And we tend to assume you might know the people really well, and we kind of know how they're going to act or know how we're going to act. And it's very easy for that to not happen the way we think, which then will cause more confusion and feelings that we might not be used to feeling. So... What we wanna do is expand on arrows. You may remember in episode two, I mentioned that we're gonna talk and add more colors in the future. We're just gonna sketch it. Well. We're gonna add some colors today about how arrows work and how we can pull good and uh, some unhealthy things from these arrows. So each type has these, these two arrows that connect them to other types around the Enneagram circle.
1: So the arrows moving away from your number type is where you're borrowing some of the average to unhealthy behaviors from that type. And the arrow moving toward your number, it's actually borrowing some of the positive to healthy behaviors from the number it's come from. We can access all of these different behaviors and Often people see the stress arrows, the type we move toward in stress as being a really negative thing. It's good to remember that it's actually giving us more behaviours, more resources to tap into. It's deepening our well of behaviours. It's not limiting it. Actually, it's expanding upon all the different behaviours and and things that we have access to. It doesn't limit us. It actually frees us.
0: In light of that, we want to give some really practical Tangible things that you can be doing right now to help you grow through those behavioral things But also growing on a spiritual level so that in these times of stress and crisis We have a way to move forward and not to be stuck in that so picture yourself in a river or in a stream, and you wanna get somewhere quick, the easiest way to go is downstream. You don't have to paddle or anything hard. That's what we call a downstream practice. This will be the, the things that come to you naturally. You don't have to put lots of effort into it. Kind of easy. And then we've got these upstream practices and imagine swimming upstream. You can do it, but it's gonna be harder, it's gonna be more challenging to, to reach the goal that you're aiming at. But these upstream practices are often really, really needed. They're just not what we would naturally go to. So if you can put in the hard work of this spiritual growth, Upstream stuff really really important to focus on so for each of the types that we're talking through We're gonna give you the downstream practices and the upstream practices to help you deal with this particular situation So let's talk about type eights. We're in the body center again and body centers struggle with guilt and anger. Now type eights are motivated by protecting themselves and those in their inner circles. So they are regularly advocating for other people and standing up and making statements with the idea of protecting people. Now in a time of crisis is this protectiveness that really kicks into gear and and Type 8s can be very aggressive, very strong in making cases for other people in a time of crisis. This can be a really, really good thing. They can be standing up for those who everyone has overlooked. They can be highlighting the underdogs and making sure people are cared for. But it can also be a time where 8s step over people and walk on people in these times of crisis. So let's look at a few ways that if you're an 8 or you have loved ones who are 8s, let's look at how 8s might be feeling and reacting in this time of crisis
1: yeah for the type 8 we can imagine that they would be ready to go you know you you might get some type 8s that are wanting to conquer the virus conquer the crisis (laughs) they're they're ready to full steam ahead it fall in line behind me we're moving forward we'll get past this this will end Mm. you know type 8s are great at being reassuring during this time they're quite clear and certain that this will end we will get back to normal life everything will be fine Mm. they're really great at having that reassuring uh stable voice of steadiness of assurance
0: yeah they have a strength and a resilience in this time where they kind of really just step up and know you want to follow an eight when there's crisis because they they kind of know where they're heading and if they don't, they work it out very quickly.
1: Totally. And when we were when this crisis was first hitting, I was on the phone with the Type Eight. Uh, we were going to a conference that that he was running, and and I was like, "Oh, how are you feeling?" You know, because he had to cancel everything, and it was very stressful. Like it was all happening on on the spot in the moment. And he's like, "I feel great." <laughs> I he was like, "I thrive in these kind of environments. I love it." I love what this brings out of people. I love the conversations you get to have. You know, it's all this challenge. It's the challenge side. It's that this is such challenging time, but I love the challenging conversations. I love the opportunities this presents Mm. of challenge, of overcoming challenge and obstacles. Mm. So, yeah, this can really energize I type eight, these kind of moments, they can click into protective mode as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they can be like, no, it's fine. I've got this. I'll, I'll protect you. Mm. You'll be fine.
0: And and some of that has to do with this veneer that eights do have because they don't want to be seen as vulnerable. And so you might, mm. you might be an eight listening to this and you recognize that you're finding yourself angry at, other people's fear or overreactions they're, they're being too vulnerable or too mm. dramatic and you're just like dude let's settle down we'll, we'll get through this that could be a reaction where you're you're just annoyed at people you're angry and that can come out in some of the ways you behave and i think part of this has to do with the struggle of not being in control of the outcomes of the things around you in a crisis um Aids eights, eights do like to have control, and they do like to make sure things are heading in a good direction or a healthy direction. And in crisis, we often can't control that. And so you you may be really struggling with the lack of mm. being able to determine the outcomes of situations as an eight. And so this might make you react rather than respond. You might be moving quickly, which in some cases are good, but it, it may be out of reaction and not actually taking time to think of a good way to respond to the situation Mm.
1: and some other stressed behaviors that you might be noticing from a type eight because they borrow some of the type five average behaviors is that they they might be distancing more than they need to so more than the required social distancing that we've had to do they might be distancing themselves uh, from friends and loved ones which isn't Always the thing that type eights do, you know, that's not a natural thing. They, they tend to, even though they're this assertive stance, they kind of move through, you know, through people, they don't tend to withdraw from people. You might also notice them being uncharacteristically quiet, hoarding their energy, because I think for an, for a type eight, if they can't do anything to fix it, if they can't fix it, then they'll do nothing. You know, it's kind of all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, well, I'm all in or I'm all out. So I think that's where you'll see those those types of type 5 behaviors. Right. And they might go even into research mode, right. you know, to prove prove yeah. their point.
0: Yeah, they might have a conversation or something and they just they need to win the argument, and so they'll spend way more hours or time or energy needed to make a point or to shut someone down, which is it, it's something a 5 5s love to research and so 8s are kind of pulling this from the 5 mm-hmm. where they just will take a lo- mm-hmm. long process to make their point very clear to people. But they do also, Their mm-hmm. arrow is connected mm-hmm. to the type 2. yeah. And in a healthy state, they can take some of the behaviours of a healthy mm-hmm. 2. So what would some of those be for a type 8?
1: So type 8s would be able to see that people are in need and get behind them in a way to help them to, to get through it. So like a type 2 is a helper. They'll help people in need. Type eights will do the same thing, but it's kind of like where a type two will get behind you and support you and lift you up and do whatever they can to uphold you. A type eight will be like, I am helping you by mowing through this pathway and you can get behind me.
0: I'll clear the way you follow. Yes,
1: I'll clear the way.
0: There's times where that is definitely needed. If you're in high stress mode, you want an eight who is in a healthy space To come in and just sort of care for you in a way that I can't do anything. Would you help me? Another way that type eights can really take on some of these two behaviors is they can be this reassuring, Mm -hmm. grounding voice Mm -hmm. to sort of draw out the strength, uh, reminding the people around them that things will be okay. As you mentioned earlier on, to be able to say, I'm not actually in chaos right now. Things are in control in my mind. And so trust me on this. Let's work through it. And sort of calm down the situation. And that's a really healthy thing that Mm. eights can draw from the twos.
1: And in this really healthy type two space for a type eight, they can access their emotions in a deeper way. Move to joy, tears, other strong emotions by the people around them. And that's a great strength of a type eight and so needed in times of stress and crisis.
0: When you see the vulnerability of an eight, there's something changes in a really healthy way. As a type eight listening, that might sound really counterintuitive to see that vulnerability is one of the Mm. strongest qualities, but that's something you can lean into. You can practice that and that's a really good thing. So some other practices, as far as like spiritual growth is concerned, what are some of the downstream, some of the really easy, natural things for a type eight to be doing to grow spiritually what is something that they find pretty easy or natural mm. to them
1: as we mentioned the quality of compassion to be able to stand in the the shoes of those they're trying mm. to help to have empathy so but then being mm. able to show this compassion by stepping in physically serving however they can help the vulnerable is such a natural but Great practice for a type ape.
0: Yeah, I've got a friend who is a great example of this. She is just super aware of those around her who are getting walked over. And she just naturally, naturally shows compassion and does it in a way that draws the person like the fuller person not just fixes their situation but draws who they are back to mm. who god is and that's such a beautiful thing that i think comes really natural for her more than it would for some other people and mm. what what's a uh, an upstream practice for a type eight that's something that they have to put probably a bit more effort into or it might not be natural for them
1: I think something like accountability would be harder for a type A. You know, they like, they're very independent. They love autonomy. They, they want to be able to do things without any kind of shackles holding them back and restraints. So that accountability from people that they know and trust, and that can be a tough thing too, to find those people that they, they know and trust on a deeper level. But to have accountability with those people, it can be just super healthy because they can reveal their weaknesses to them. They can then be accountable to working on those weaknesses and they don't have to hide behind an image of power or unparalleled strength and ability to protect everyone, but they can actually be vulnerable and to say, here's my weaknesses. Can you keep me accountable to uh, working on them?
0: There's another practice that is probably good for all the types in the body center. And this is physical exercise, moving, getting your body doing something. So if you're in a bit of stress or in a time of crisis, if you're an eight, a nine or a one, it'd be really important to get some of that pent up energy to get that out, uh, whether it's boxing, jogging, whatever it might be. So if you're not practicing that right now, get into that habit and, and you'll probably find a lot of relief from these stresses. So there you have it. This is part of our mini-series on how different types in the Enneagram deal with crisis. I hope you found something in here that was helpful tool that you can be implementing straight away as far as spiritual growth is concerned. Something tangible that you can be doing uh, these practices. In Season 2, we're going to be talking a lot more about levels of health, spiritual formation, and spiritual practices. This is just a little bite-sized taster of what's to come because we feel like it's really important, especially in this particular time of crisis, for us to be talking this stuff through and hopefully helping each other out in that.
1: Now you've heard me mention that I'm a coach and we feature coaching tips regularly as part of the nine designs, social media and podcast content. We really feel that coaching is a key tool that empowers you to grow through self-understanding and equips you to move beyond your current personal limitations. For many going from listening to a podcast, stepping into coaching can feel like a big leap. So if it's something you might be interested in, but you have questions about, I'm offering a complimentary discovery call for our listeners. A Discovery Call is a 30-minute video call with me to talk about what coaching would look like for you and what your particular coaching needs are. You can contact me through the contact form on our website at www.theninedesign.com or by sending me an email. My email address will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening. And if you found this mini series helpful, we would love you to subscribe and share with your friends and follow us on social media. Leave us a review as it helps more people find us. And remember, you were designed to reflect the original.